0: Feather, 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 light, 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 light work, 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 asking, ask, answering, answer, answer, accepting, answer, accepting honoring, honor, 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 all, all we are, earth to earth star.
1: I'd like to honor you for following your intuitive ping. And listening to your heart intelligence by trying something new knowing that there's something here there's some nourishment in this space that we've created
0: for you with you for us yes we appreciate your presence with us if it wasn't for you we probably wouldn't be here checking in with our heart intelligence getting to know our nature getting to know our inner knowing becoming acquainted with these subjects that light us up it's because of you that we're here and we're cherishing this time together getting to know each other getting to know spirit getting to know our connection with all that exists and hopefully getting to know you too we find it really
1: nourishing to be discussing some of these really rich topics that are floating through our spiritual communities and now more and more in the mainstream media and we're hoping that by doing this and chatting on the things or engaging on the topics that really light us up and bring us interest we're acknowledging that that's a connection to spirit and we're acknowledging that you may have that same connection to spirit and might be benefiting
0: from these beautiful topics that are inspire us so much In this early episode, this primary episode, we want to share a couple of our key insights that we will elaborate on later. And we also want to set some intentions and we want to establish some primary points of view that might be different from other points of view that we see elsewhere. Number one, we agree that everyone is entitled to a unique interpretation of the divine we see that we have with our own two eyes with all of our five senses and with our inner eyes with our inner knowing we have a direct connection with the divine we see that we honor that we respect that each one's connection is unique so we promise to you know, share our interpretation through our own lens and also offer you the freedom to interpret the divine as you interpret it.
1: What we've compiled here is our authentic thoughts based on our experiences and our intuitive heart intelligence. And we encourage you to take what works for you and allow it to serve you in the highest and best and leave the rest. There's no responsibility to agree and align with everything that we say as we're all having our own experience. And we find that to be the vein through all of our work is that we acknowledge your experience. We honor your experience. And we're just hoping to provide some golden nuggets and a little bit of light along your path as you walk your earth
0: walk. Yes. And let's let resonance Mm -hmm. be the indication the green light of truth as it appears. And dissonance can potentially be uh, something that's not quite truth, something that may not be true for everyone. We're talking about our direct experiences in an unfiltered way for the most part. We're trying to be as raw and real, as authentic as possible. So we're trying to overcome the the walls and the filters and the the edges that have restricted us in the past in order to explore creative freedom here.
1: In addition, we definitely invite and enjoy talking about some of the edge pushing, um, limit pushing topics is in spirituality and life and in general. And so an additional invitation here is to really feel into what you're experiencing. If you are triggered or you're not in residence, sometimes there's a little nugget of healing in that dissonance that might lead you to a deeper inner knowing or a deeper truth. So it's always interesting and always... Exciting to learn more about ourselves and triggers our treasures in a lot of ways. So, for the most part, take what works for you and leave the rest.
0: I feel fortunate to acknowledge that this is a new time in human history when we can, you know, freely speak on subjects like the occult and subjects of spirit. And we can, you know, pull together our knowledge of traditions and ancient ways and also be real about new ways that are uh, surfacing for us. You know, there's a new story coming in. For example, I recognize that this time right now is the beginning of a creative age where we live and thrive on our ability to create and our ability to think outside the box and imagine and you know bring our gifts into the world in a creative way the world is designed for you know the entrepreneurial spirit at this moment and other times it was a different way that we could thrive and find our way in the world i'm just aware of a a new wave that we can ride on now with our thoughts, with our feelings, with our connection to source. And so I just am bringing a lot of trust and openness, openness in my mind and my heart and a willingness to share what's surfacing for me as it comes naturally.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the key for all of this work is allowing it to come before us, allowing the path to be created before us, allowing our intuition to guide us, And to be authentic to our hearts and our intuitive pings and our inner standing and our desire for connection and our inner knowing that we know there's more than just this body and these bones. And we know there's befores and afters and in-betweens and uncovering what feels right for you and uncovering the ways that we can protect our energetic bodies and acknowledge our energetic bodies for what they are as we rise and grow into this new layer of humanity this new time of ascension where the five senses are no longer a limit that uh, represents the way that we function in our human technology
0: one of my goals personally is to further deepen my inner knowing and so I'm going to draw a lot of attention to my third eye and I'm going to open myself to see with clarity. And I'm going to listen and observe spirit as it flows. And one of my primary goals is to speak freely from a flow state, flow with a capital F. That's one of my biggest goals. I recognize when I surrender to, uh, you know, divine alignment, is what i have in mind then i can catch a wave and ride it and it comes effortlessly it comes with clarity it comes with a pure love expression and i aspire to you know do that with every word i say and i may fall short i may speak out of ego sometimes and i hope you'll Forgive me and allow me to, you know, be vulnerable and take a risk with what I'm sharing.
1: But that's the beauty in this point of soul recognition and self understanding is that we're all many, many parts. It's, it's a way that we can exist and honor all of our parts, our higher self, our lower self, our inner knowing, our ego, our spirit selves, having it all work together to support the unit that is our entirety is really what I'm finding to be more and more my authentic path. And even when those moments arise where I feel an ego edge, that doesn't necessarily mean other than the awareness that that's the part of me that's sharing. It doesn't make it any less accurate or important or a moment that's any less beautiful as we learn to embody and accept all of our parts.
0: It's true not only the resonance will serve, but also the dissonance. Mm. There are instances where we'll come across something that is dissonant, and that means it's, that indicates that it might not be true. And to know what's not true is just as important as knowing what is true.
1: This dissonance can indicate something that's not true, or this dissonance can indicate that there's something more to uncover Mm. in that space as well. It's a multifaceted golden nugget whenever we're navigating
0: one of my second primary goals with this series is to connect with my home place mm. home with a capital h and we talk a lot about heaven on earth bringing heaven to earth experiencing heaven on earth uh you know being star seeds and growing and illuminating the earth Bringing our brilliance and beauty into the world, and that is one of my primary focal points because I recognize the liberation that comes from that belief and that inner knowing of the afterlife and the, you know, the greater truth of who I am and what I'm doing with my Earth walk. Um, to have to, to know and trust that I'm only a visitor here is really freeing for me because I trust and know that I come from a home place and I can actually access that home place wherever I am. That lifts me up, that lights me up. That gives me a feeling that I can simply be being here, I can bring forgiveness to all that I bring here because I know that in my home place I'm healthy, well happy, whole, full, holy. Absolutely, Just that
1: knowing, that connection.
0: Why do we call our show Feather Lightwork? Let's, let's think about that for a second. Okay. The feather is for me, a really beautiful uh, introspective symbol that reminds me of the divine. I like to connect with a feather. I like to move air with it and feel its subtle presence. When I interact with a feather, even just imagining a feather brings me to the symbol of birds and, you know, this idea of flying. And, you know, we here in our earth walk in our, our worldly existence, we have so much focus on vertical movement. I mean, horizontal movement going into the future, the past, the right or left. But in a spiritual sense, we go up and down. There's a vertical existence just as much as there's a horizontal existence and energy moves in all the directions, right? So I love the idea of the bird and, you know, a winged being being able to travel to the heights. Mm. That lights me up, that lifts me up, that brings me a lot of joy, you know, bliss to consider that possibility.
1: The bird kingdom is seen as messengers and many cultures around the world. So the understanding of knowing we're bringing messages from spirit, messages from the beyond messages that support your earth walk, um, the little nuggets you needed to hear, the little love drops that put you in the right frame of mind. That's part of the feather and the feather light work. Also, I love the understanding or understanding of grace and having grace with ourselves. It's a step towards self-love and the way the feather falls is just so gracefully. So it's a beautiful reminder and it's a very literal vision point of how to be graceful with ourselves, graceful with our planet and graceful with each other as we navigate
0: these now moments. The concept of being feather light is interesting to me. It means, you know, an absence of density, Mm. an absence of weight, letting go of the heaviness, letting go of the burden of life. So we can feel light, light in weight and light in luminance Mm. light is one of those multi-meaning words. And we're talking about, uh, being energy bodies here, having an earthly experience. So, When we talk about being energy medicine practitioners and warriors of the light and we're talking about energy and light, we're talking about something beyond the flesh and bone version of ourselves, something that's truer to source that is also who we are. So feather light speaks to that. That light body that we are, it speaks to that energy body that we are. And it doesn't downplay the earthly experience. The feather itself is a symbol of an earthbound creature, the bird, you know. What we want to do is honor Mm -hmm. all of who we are here on the earth. And one of the ways I feel we can best do that is by knowing who we are truly at source. Our origin could be summarized as love. Our origin could be summarized as sound. Our origin could be summarized as energy. Our origin could be summarized as a spark of the divine. There are a lot of ways to consider what our origin is, but it's clear to see in my eyes that this shirt, these bracelets, the skin and bone and hair is not who I am. It's a vehicle for who I am to express and move and interact with this space here on earth. And that's really what the experience is all
1: about is moving and interacting and being here on earth.
0: And finally, as it relates to the title of our show light work, light work is an interesting concept. We're inviting people, to do their work so they remember that they're their own greatest healer teacher and friend
1: we like to really infuse the idea that we are all individually and as a collective limitless and that we can lead ourselves through whichever situation that may arise we're coming from a place in history where we're moving from a place of worship or going outside ourselves for answers into a place of embodiment where we're returning home to self and looking to ourselves as our greatest healers, teachers, and leaders.
0: And between the two of us, we have high respect for the medical industry, um, the school system, religions, and we recognize still, we insist, in fact, that sovereignty is in every single individual. And that makes us capable of our own learning, capable of being our own guides and guardians, capable of being the primary health care providers for ourselves, the primary caretakers of ourselves. It's clear to me that I and the choices that I make have direct impact on my health and well-being. That's one of the core stances that informs what we share here.
1: And we invite you to try that on and see if that fits for you. Being your own advocate in all the ways and feeling into what's real and true for you.
0: When we talk about light work as opposed to shadow work, we're kind of focusing on the bright side where, you know, we could call it optimism. We could talk about what's really true and follow the path of love and, you know, follow our bliss into the flow state. That doesn't devalue the shadow work, the shadow work of illuminating what does not serve, illuminating the hard parts of life in order to have a liberating effect. The important part of this subject though is work. This is not a passive experience, this life on earth. We're active in the state of our experience here. And we have to do our work if we're going to grow and thrive and prosper. If we're going to find that happiness, if we're going to actualize those high desires that we have, we have to do our work. So the invitation to do your work will be present in every single one of our episodes because we're not your teacher. We're not your healer. We're just reminding you of who you are, what you already know deep down in your bones and your soul. With every episode, we'll be talking about action steps toward mm. doing our work, toward calling in the the life we desire, the way we desire to express and connect in this world. It requires our work, it requires our presence, it requires our active involvement with life. There was a time when I was so surrendered to my spiritual path that I was almost like a tumbleweed drifting in the, in the wilderness, going whichever way the wind blew and it was only when I chose, when I saw a path of sovereignty and recognized my role and my potential to drive my own ship, that I decided which direction to go, you know? So that doesn't serve us in our higher good to, to just drift aimlessly. It serves us to know our place, know our passion, know our purpose, and work, do our work to go in that direction.
1: And we're really just setting an expectation here. We're using the word work because this is the best way we know how. It takes time. It takes space. It takes presence. And it takes consistency and commitment to get through some of these tougher moments. Sometimes the work is something as easy and beautiful as taking care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, a hot bath, a long walk, a meditation, a workout, some yoga. These are moments that we consider Work. This is us showing up for the development on a physical, emotional, and spiritual level. Not maybe as much as you'd understand the work in a traditional. Cultural sense, but it does take our attention. And so it might be something like journaling, or it might be something like having a conversation in an authentic way where it would be naturally more comfortable to be people pleasing. That takes work. That needs to be acknowledged as time and work and energy. That doesn't mean it's negative, it's beautiful, enlightening, nourishing, and enriching. But it doesn't happen without our
0: efforts. One of the reasons why I just love and respect. I adore Audrey love so much is because she helps me to be my best version of myself. Sometimes somewhere along my timeline, I seem to have forgotten who I am. I might have neglected certain sides of myself. I might've chosen to dim out, make dumb choices, be numb to life as it's presenting itself and she helps me to remember to take good care of myself every step of the way she also does the work to take care of herself and she reminds me of the importance of certain action steps to safeguard ourselves like grounding and you know we're here having an earthly experience and it's super easy to get wobbly and wonky and dysregulated by the waves and the winds and all the interactions with this space. Traffic for me is a a triggering experience oftentimes. And so, you know, taking good care of myself in whatever way I know how using my tools helps me to be peaceful, be comfortable in any situation. And she, one one of the primary techniques i see that she models is grounding so i'd love for you to just speak on that as a as a hint of what's to come
1: absolutely and i think it's such a beautiful concept to talk about because for so many years it was really confusing especially in the spiritual community we have this understanding of this vertical plane as Cabe was discussing earlier and we have this understanding or understanding that the higher we up on this vertical plane the more we can be in connection with the etheric the more that we can be in connection with source and god and creator and our loved ones past and our star seeds and that's a very accurate understanding or knowing however we're here on earth and that it be that we're in a body we need to be in a state of acclimated flow with the planet that we're Choosing that we've all chosen to incarnate on. So, by grounding and creating roots and activating the root chakra and the soul star chakra and connecting down to the core of Gaia, it allows us to expand even bigger. So, for many decades, the spiritual community didn't ground and didn't recommend grounding, and sometimes even shied away from grounding for fear that their intuition wouldn't be as strong, their Knowing wouldn't be as heightened, and there'd be a bigger separation between us and the divine. But I'd really like to set the record straight in saying that by acknowledging that we're a physical being in a physical plane on this beautiful planet. Being able to ground and grounding regularly allows us to expand even further. We have the safety and security of our planet and our home planet to allow us to expand with protection, with safety, with structure. It's a really good example of the divine masculine and the divine feminine within us and our environment coming into alignment. So a very simple grounding technique is to just open our heart space, illuminating our beautiful heart space and connecting down to the core of the earth. And you can use whatever visual plane lights you up. Some people will envision trees and their roots and their roots going all the way down into the earth. Some people have a really strong resonance with the mycology or the mushrooms in the community, and they will envision this mycelium communication all the way down to the core of the earth. I know the core of the earth to be a representation for me as a quartz garden. There's a beautiful etheric place within the core of the earth for me. And if that resonates for you, I invite you to use this as well. And I anchor my anchor, my soul anchor into this beautiful quartz garden, you could kind of see this energy space as the quantum or an Akashic or just a a land of knowledge where it consists of quartz crystals. And so anchoring in that place is an anchoring in a sacred place. It's not just an anchoring, but it's an anchoring in a sacred place within this, this dimensional, tangible environment. So I'm anchoring now I'm envisioning myself kind of like catapulting a little version of Audrey all the way down to the core of the earth and planting an anchor as if I was a captain of the ship anchoring my boat. And I'm throwing this anchor into the beautiful quartz garden. I'm acknowledging this connection, this structure the security from the planet. And I'm holding a space for gratitude for this connection and this anchoring. And then I'm coming all the way back up, all the way back up to the surface of the planet and into my illuminated heart space. And I'm grounded. And so that's a little bit of an elongated version of the beautiful grounding process. But after you're envisioning this regularly, you can do it very quickly and you just simply ask your energy body or your soul to just ground, can we please ground? And that can be in whatever way you can use the anchor in the quartz garden, or you can use a gold thread Or you can just envision your soul body anchoring there. Whatever visualization that you need is going to be just perfect. There's no wrong way to do this. The idea is to connect with Gaia and in the core and then come back all the way back up into our
0: body. And there has now been a
1: strong connection
0: made. When I do that practice of grounding, I see myself rooting down like a tree in order to branch up and bear my fruit. And I literally feel myself stabilizing because up here I can be flexible and move with the waves, move with the whirl of the earth while I am rooted down, stabilized, made firm by my firm grounding below. And yeah, I do feel that motherly embrace Mm -hmm. from beneath me and that is surely a sign of the divine just as you know the sun moon and stars in the sky signify the divine in their own way in their own you know existence absolutely and
1: just by being here on earth, it's a choice. And we come here and are, I believe that we come to earth to learn the greatest skill of the human collective, and that's being able to manipulate and create a reality in the material world. And so by anchoring in in this way and connecting to Mother Earth, we now are able to assimilate with the natural world flow of this beautiful planet where energy becomes matter through our thought plane and our energy body with intention and now by assimilating with this flow of mother earth and the planet it now reinforces our ability to manifest and create our reality effortlessly
0: in the immortal words of hermes as above so below so when we take care of ourselves below we're taking care of ourselves above when we take care of ourselves inside we're taking care of ourselves outside yeah when we're when we're walking in beauty when we're bringing our brilliance into the world with our thoughts words actions it's showing up on our outer world around us too it ripples in and out absolutely and
1: that's what can make us make strong choices feel comfortable and we can start to rid Um, menacing energies like anxiety depression insecurity when we're grounded to the planet we can be grounded in our heart space and comfortable in our bodies
0: yeah and when we're centering ourselves to the earth we're centering ourselves to the sun to the sun's place in the cosmos and we're practicing centering ourselves to source Mm -hmm. aligning with the divine
1: so it's been such a good introduction i'm so happy to be here with you we're so excited that this is available to us that this technology is here for us and that we can connect with you guys we would love to hear any comments or feedback or requests on certain topics you might have and we look forward to getting deep and connected with you guys we love you so much Yes. Mm-hmm.